In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, today in the, cl- in the collect of the Mass, we pray to God who goes beyond our merits in our prayers and who grants us all we dare not to ask in prayer. That is our God. He is our Father. He sees what we need before we need it. He knows that there are certain things that we might be ashamed to ask for in prayer, but since He can read our hearts, He hears the unutterable groaning of our spirit. It answers our most silent prayers. I would like then to give you a few points from the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father, that we can reflect on during this week to help us become better Christians, better sons of our Father. The two points I think we need to remember most and where there is a link with the Gospel today are give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. The first part that I'd like to develop with you concerns God our Father, who gives us our daily bread. In the original Greek, the bread means much more than simple bread to fill our stomachs, but at the same time it doesn't exclude it. It is the super-substantial bread, which refers directly to what Jesus Christ said in the Gospel of St. John at the Last Supper. In the Old Testament, there were many prefigurations of this bread. The heavenly manna, the angel who fed the prophet Elijah with the loaves, etc. At one point, the Hebrews, while wandering in the desert, became bored with this heavenly bread that came down from heaven. They wanted meat. This is also our temptation today to think that we would be happier celebrating Mass in some other way instead of the way that the Church asks us to, forgetting that this liturgy, that this Eucharist, is a gift from heaven. We need to reassess our spiritual lives if we start thinking that if only we could do things differently, if only we sang less chant, if only we could do what I think is better, it wouldn't be so boring. Let's be on our guard. This is a temptation. As if God hadn't known from all eternity what it is we need, is maybe the problem with us. Are we in in an attitude of humility to receive what God has to offer? Yes, sometimes things will be hard. Sometimes our spiritual life will be dry. But that doesn't mean that we need to throw it all in the bin. Rather, let us humbly persevere in the gifts God has given us. We will enter that way into the promised land. The second point is also very important and is intrinsically linked to the first. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Do we really practice this? Do we hold grudges? Do we try to make things better when there is a difference of opinion? Or do we leave things to stagnate? Do we talk behind people's backs and say nasty things? Things that are said in front of our mother 
would make us blush. We have a great and beautiful liturgy. Normally speaking, we can say that we have received so much more than so many out there who don't have a liturgy that feeds their souls in this veil of tears. Are we welcoming to people? Or do we rather simply stand and nitpick about their clothes, their comportment, etc.? As if we haven't received everything that we have. As if at one point we didn't, we didn't do those same exact things. Do we forgive others in the manner that Jesus asks us and in the manner in which he has given us the example? Did Jesus say to the Jews, I will forgive you if you stop tormenting me? Did Jesus ever say, Enough is enough, I can no longer forgive you, you should have known better? No. He cries as they pierce his hand and feet, Father, forgive them. Remember this, the fervor of our charity and love is not measured on how we treat our friends, but by how we treat our enemies. Let's pray for those who aggravate us. That is Evangelium. Of course, we are all guilty of these things, and that is why we have priests readily available for confession. Because God forgives us, and little by little, makes us more divine. It is the most divine and noble quality of man, redeemed by grace, to be able to say, I forgive you. So God invites us to do just that. It will be in the proportion in which we forgive that we will be forgiven. Don't give up, don't give up if you realize you haven't lived up to the gospel. God is our good and loving Father who only makes us see our faults so we can learn and grow from them and be forgiven. O Mary, untire of knots, pray for us. We seem always to be getting into a mess. Help us, for we know not what we do. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.